This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. continue to do. Uh, Daddy, we pray that uh, your name will be magnified forever in our lives in the name of Jesus. And Lord, the few minutes uh, we have left to look into your word, Daddy, please speak to us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Uh, If you may, this will be like a sermonette uh, because today is all about Thanksgiving. Uh, Testimony, you know, and we have testified, we have made room for that. Uh, But I just want to, uh, if you may, this will be like a conclusion for last week. Uh, So we started a sermon series that I called Reflections. And in December, we talked about three things. Think, plan, and execute. So congratulations, Bolu. Uh, Bolu had, we had a lot of conversations and uh, she thought about it, she planned for it, she executed, today she's testifying. So very, very important. And last Sunday, and I really bless God for last Sunday because last Sunday after service, I, I got many texts. I got all kinds of messages, people saying, oh, he blessed me and this and that. And actually, I had, another, I had a parent that called me yesterday to talk about the sermon. Praise the Lord. And last Sunday, what did we talk about? We basically said, number one, you are created by God. Amen. Number two, I said, you are a unique individual before God. You are not one of the masses, right? And number three, God has an assignment for you. And where you are right now is the the assignment he has you doing now is a build-up to where he's taking you. You know, so that major assignment you're thinking about, what you're going through now is the process to get there. And number four, I said, weather the storm. Weather the storm. It's important to weather the storm. Uh, I, when, <laughs> when I was in boot camp, or, well, let me backtrack a little bit. Uh, when I was preparing for boot camp, you know, did everything I knew to do, you know, run in the snow. We were in Ohio at the time. I'd be running in the snow. I'd say, what is wrong with me? Koye, what is wrong with you in the snow? Nothing is pursuing me. I'm just running in the snow. So, but I did what I had to do. And then when I got to boot camp, it was a different set of challenges that I faced. And I was asking myself, who sent you? You know, I I was having nightmares. It was very, very difficult for me. But before I went to boot camp, as God will have it, there was a song that I was, I pretty much had this song on autoplay. It said, nobody said the road was going to be easy. He said, but I did not bring you this far to leave you. You know, so I will remember that song, but I, and then I'll say, Lord, boy, it's too difficult, it's too hard, it's too hard. But God saw me through. And God will see you through in the name of Jesus. So the conclusion last Sunday, I didn't get into it, but the conclusion, what I simply say as I was rounding up, I gave an admonition that do, do not be selfish. One thing that I know for a fact, and please, if you are the type that journal, journal, write it down. By the end of this year, some people's life will have taken off like a rocket. That that is just the truth. That's the truth. That's the word of the Lord for somebody. 
You know, I say some people, because I, I could say everybody, you know, but you, you know that would not be true because there are things that uh, you have to do yourself, you know. So for today, I, I just want to say a few words very quickly, three things I want to say to you, and then we will wrap it up. But before I get to it, the first thing I want you to know is that the nature of man is selfish and greedy. That's the sinful Adamic nature. It's in man to be selfish, and it's in man to be greedy. Uh, There's so many examples from scripture. Adam and Eve, they, everything God did for them was not enough. They wanted to be like God. You know, and that was how they were able to sell out to the devil. You know, Cain and Abel, you know the story. Cain killed his brother because he wanted what the brother got. Remember the Tower of Babel. They want to go to heaven and challenge God. And God confused their language. Saul and David is one story that uh, interests me quite a bit. Saul was a nobody when God found him and made him king. He was going, I mean, looking for lost donkeys all over the place that he couldn't find. And God said, okay, you are going to be king. Then he becomes king, and by his own power and strength, he wants to keep himself as king, trying to kill David. You know? So it's just in the nature of man to be greedy, to be covetous. It's not the nature of God, but the nature of man. Uh, praise the Lord. Remember Ananias and Sapphira, uh, the first people that were struck dead in, in the New Testament. Amen. And then Simon the sorcerer, and the list just goes on and on and on. It takes a transformation in our inner man, adopting the nature of Christ for you to set aside selfishness and say, I'm going to be selfless. And many of you honor the sound of my voice this morning. Uh, at least I see faces. I know everybody present today. Uh, you have made that confession. You have accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior. And it's important that we live that life out. You know, uh, and I put in the note, I, I, I said, man has a, a, a crab mindset. The mentality of the crab. A crab, if you put a crab in a bucket, more than likely the crab can claw his way out of that bucket. But the reason they don't make it out of the bucket is because there are other crabs present. So as one crab is making headway, climbing up, the other crabs pull it down. It's a rat race. They are struggling. Everybody wants to escape. How about you let the other guy go? When he's gone, then you can follow afterwards. But it's just in the nature of man that if you see someone rising, you want to be the, you want to become what they are. You want what they have. You want their position. You want their, whatever it is. <laughs> and I, I say this whenever I think about this. Uh, be careful what you wish for. If you say you are wishing for somebody's life, <laughs> the good part is what you are saying. Because the, whole, the package is a whole package. If you say you want their life, you must want their pain. You must want their trouble. You must want everything that comes with the journey. You can't say, just give me the success. I don't want the pain. The pain is part of the package. Uh, praise the Lord. So very quickly, I want to say this morning, friends, celebrate successful people. 
You know, I remember growing up in Africa, you know, at least the time that I was growing up, you know, when you see somebody successful, you say, ah, it's cocaine. They are cocaine pushers. It's drug. You know, it's drug money. It's not every rich and successful person that has done something criminal. There are people that have succeeded in life doing righteous stuff. So when you see someone that has accomplished that thing that you would like to do, celebrate them. Appreciate them. Why? Because the God that did it for them can also do it for you. And he will in the name of Jesus. So celebrate others. When you read the writings of uh, 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 Luke, one of the disciples, Luke never wrote about himself. In fact, what we know as the book of the Acts of the Apostles today was written by Luke. And Luke was giving an account of the great things that other people accomplished. Can you write or talk about others without <laughs> injecting yourself into it? So the reason she made it is because I helped her. So having talked about their success, then you inject yourself into the story. You know? So we need to move away from being selfish. You know, when you think about the life of David, David was already anointed king when he was serving Saul. But serving Saul was not a problem for him. You know why? Because he's a forward-looking and forward-thinking guy. That whatever God has in plan and in stock for me is ahead of me. It's not behind me. Yes, I was anointed. I am not sitting on the throne, but there's a place that God is taking me. So it was forward looking. It was not looking back. It was looking forward. So I encourage you, look forward. Look forward. Focus on the next things that God has for you today and in your future. Amen. Uh, let me skip so I get to the point really quickly. We don't have time to build anything up today. But uh, listen, every great assignment, I've said this so many times, every great assignment cannot be accomplished by an individual. If there is something great and wonderful you think you are, you are going to accomplish in life, you're going to need people. You're going to need people. No man is an island. No man succeeds alone or by themselves. When I hear people say things like, I'm self-made, I laugh. You know, for simple reasons. If you are self-made, the number one thing that will be apparent about you is you are walking around naked. Oh, yeah, because the idea of clothing is not your own. You know, even the clothes you're wearing, if it has a name, you know, I don't know what name, Gucci or whatever you call it, Louis Vuitton, whatever. That's not you. That's not your creation. You bought it with money, right? So there's no self-made anything anywhere. Every great success in life requires help. You know, uh, Salvation Center, let's put our hands together for ourselves. Listen, uh, by the grace of God, my wife and I, we have pastors this, they pastored this church going on 18 years now. One of the things I can say about Salvation Center is Salvation Center is made up of some amazing, generous people. The generosity of the people here cannot be questioned. And I'm telling you the truth. 
if you have not experienced it, you just pray that you will be the one that is doing the generosity. And You understand what I'm saying? Listen, one of the things I learned over the period is that to be generous, you don't have to be rich and have an abundance that is flowing over. Generosity is a state of your mind. It's a state of your mind. Remember when Jesus said, this widow has given the most. The widow gave a mite. A mite is like she gave a penny. And Jesus is looking at the offering bowl and said, the person that gave a penny gave the most. You know why? Because that person gave all they had. You know, if say I have uh, in my bank account, I will get there in Jesus' name. You know, I have like five million dollars. I don't know. Five million dollars is small. <laughs> but let's say as I'm getting better, I have five million dollar balance in the account. You know, and as offering, as offering, just offering, I write a ten thousand dollar check. You know, I'm sure the ushers in the bag they will be like, hoo ha hoo ha, God has blessed our pastor. They will be excited over me. But little do they know that I have five million where that came from. And someone may have given five dollars out of the ten dollars balance in their account. So God is the one that determines these things. You know, make up your mind that I'm going to make a difference in somebody else's life. I have seen that whilst you're doing that is how God lifts you up. Listen, I'll give you an example very quickly. I'm not doing well with time. For my birthday, all I wanted, ask my wife, all I wanted was to take, start off a foundation, an educational foundation that will help people. That was all I wanted. And I said, okay, since I'm going to be turning 50, if we can raise $50,000. So we were not anything close. You know, but that was all of my thought. All the party and everything I put together, I put it together that people will be comfortable, they will eat, they will be full, and then they can give money. <laughs> that was the plan. But little did I know that you, the church, you had something else coming for me. Bought a car to give me, a brand new car for my birthday gift. I was not planning on that. As you make other people's dreams come true, your dreams will come true. It's not a prayer. It's a statement. And you can say amen, but it's not a prayer. It's just a statement of fact. What you make happen for others is going to come alive in you. Very important. But, you know, the society we live in today has taught us to be selfish. Just feeding off of that human greed. Have you noticed the more commercials you see, the more you begin to crave something? You see commercials about that thing over and over and over again. You are fasting. Then they are showing you root crease and the steak and everything. Like, it's 12 o'clock. Let me just break now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Proverbs 11. I think some people can relate to that. <laughs> Proverbs 11.25. Let's, let's look through this very quickly. Proverbs 11.25. It says the generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. This is scripture right here. It says the generous will prosper. You know, there's always the tendency 
what you know you want to keep to yourself. Oh, if I let them know now, everybody is going to get in the field, and then there will be struggle, and then there will be this. It's all lies. Oh, lies, lies, lies. Since they have been saying IT will go down, IT will go down, IT is expanding. So sharing your knowledge does not, it doesn't do anything contrary to you. Amen. Three things I want you to remember today in the five minutes remaining. Number one is pride. I have said to you, you will make it. Oh. You will, okay, the three people. <laughs> you, this year, you will make it. You will look back with joy in the name of Jesus. But as you become successful, there's a very real danger of pride. Somebody say, oh, now that he has money, he's so proud. No, money doesn't make anybody proud. Oh, now that he's successful, he's now proud. No, success doesn't make anybody proud. Success or money will only amplify what is already inside of you. In fact, there are some people listening to me now. There are some sins you have not committed because you can't afford it. Oh, you are too broke to afford that sin. That, that's, the only, that's the only problem. I'm telling you. It's not because you are so righteous. Oh, no. You don't have the money. You don't have the money. Yeah, that's all. I praise the Lord. Pride only amplifies... <laughs> It only amplifies what is already there. Proverbs 16, verse 18. I'm reading from the easy-to-read version. It says, pride is the first step toward destruction. Proud thought will lead you to defeat. Please watch out for pride. Pride is a dangerous thing. You know, there's, <laughs> I've told this story in the past, but I know we always have new people in church. Every fall slash winter, you know, birds migrate from the north to the south. Every winter, they, they migrate to the south. You see the black crows, you know, there's a lot of them. So one winter, this one crow said, you know what? This stupid journey flying 1,000 miles, I'm not going this year. Pride came. Said, I'm not going anywhere. So decided to stay in Canada. <laughs> when winter came full force, the boss said, I made a mistake. Let me fly down south. So he started flying alone. And as the bird is going, freezing temperature, as the bird is flying, he started drizzling. The feathers got wet. And then they froze into ice. So the bird dropped. When he dropped, he dropped on a farm, a cattle ranch. So there was a cow that was going. The cow stopped and took a dump on the bird. <laughs> and then the bird was like, Kai, in my life, me that I'm always flying in the air. Now they are taking the dump on me. You know, as the bird was getting angry at the cow for dumping on, on it, a cat came. Saw movement in the dump. The cat cleared the dump, saw the bird, and ate the bird. <laughs> pride like the scripture says is the first step toward destruction please note that number two being generous does not diminish you what I've noticed if you are going to give 
somebody something, your hand has to be on top. The hand of the giver is always above. Amen? When God helps you, help others. You know, as you get older, you will realize this. Not that I'm there, you know, but I've learned from people like Pastor Cole that are, you know, seniors. <laughs> as you get older, you will realize that there's no legacy in I have a billion dollars in the bank. There are many billionaires that are not known. So it's not your money that gives you recognition. It's not your asset that gives you uh, recognition. What gives you a lasting legacy is what you do for others. There's a quote by uh, Mike Green. He said, what we do for ourselves die with us. But what we do for others, they outlive us. They outlive us. You know, there's a gentleman that God helped me to assist back in Nigeria. You know, I mean, I, I, I didn't make a lot of money. Maybe I made like $100 a month at the time. But this young man had some dire need in his life, you know. And I, I helped him out, you know. I was single, you know. All my money was my money, you know. So it wasn't a big deal. So I helped him out. What I, the story I'm telling you happened back in 1992. That guy that was a dog washer, at the hospital, veterinary hospital where I worked, I was a resident veterinary doctor. That guy is like equivalent of a CPA today. I'm forever grateful for that little thing that I did. Even though, I can't even remember how much I gave him. But he's still calling me. He still texts me to say, ah, how are you, sir? God bless you and your family. I am praying for you. Help others. Look at your neighbor. Say, help others. And number three, so number one, I said pride. Watch out for pride. Number two, be generous. Be generous. I know some of you were expecting me to say give to the building fund. Yeah, but, you know, pastor has prophesied it. We are breaking that ground this year. Uh, give to the building fund. Be generous to, towards that. But also remember uh, that uh, being generous, look at somebody that you can be a blessing to around you. There's somebody in your sphere that you can be a blessing to. You know, part of the problem we have is we want to be God in people's lives. I can't get to it. Here's the truth. We want to be God in people's life. Say, ah, ah, how come he's suffering so much? You must have done something wrong. You must have, look, life just happens. Life happens, and it happens to the best of us. Amen? It happens to the best of us. So the situation that people are today is not because they deserve it. It's not because they did anything wrong. They are going through a process and some people helped you accomplish what you have accomplished today. So don't forget, look back. Somebody say look back and be a blessing. The third thing, I talk about generosity and I've lumped it with this one too. I said pull somebody up. Pull somebody up. You can, you can help somebody Succeed. I am a firm believer in that. There's a guy that called me, texted me from uh, California uh, two days ago. Say, sir, when can I schedule a time to talk with you? One of the, the guys I was mentoring a while back. So I gave him a time for tomorrow. 
The joy of life is looking back and seeing a long tail of people that you have helped become somebody in life. I want you to rise to your feet. I'm going to stop there. There's so much more to say, but let's stop there. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.